Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 53 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. And with me, as always, is Corrine. Hello. Hi. So 53, I have to include this little ditty. 53 being Herbie, of course, as in the, the car. The car. So 53 is a bit car. of a, a lucky number for me, because I was actually born at number 53 all those many years ago, back in the dark ages, but uh, there we go. 1853, was it, Steve? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to talk about conferences and meetups, as in planner conferences and meetups. Um, now, I started doing meetups for Filofaxi back in 2010, which was a bit of a strange thing, really. It was, it was very lightly planned, and it really just started off as, well, I'm going to be in London on this particular date. I think it was November sometime in 2010. Would anyone like to join me for lunch? Zero response. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm Billy Nomates, if there ever was. And, yeah, you're um, the Charlie Brown of the Philofax world, Steve. <laughs> well, <laughs> thinking about it going in with some hindsight, of course, you know, meeting strangers off the internet. It's yeah, not that, really was a, that was just beginning to take off at the mm. time, you're right. So, when... I can't remember who it was who started the ball rolling, but someone then asked me, are you still having that lunch in London? And I said, yes. Oh, can I come? And then a whole bunch of them all sort of jumped on the bandwagon, and that was the sort of start of things, and here we are now sort of thing. Um, and we all had a great time, and you know things sort of evolved out of nothing, really. It was unbelievable how things um, sort of developed from there. And I've lost count of how many meetups I've actually been to, organised, or just even the London ones now, I've lost count, because we've done so many over the years now. But, um, yeah, so they're, they're, they tend to be quite smallish events, no, no, most, most about sort of 20 people or so. But the conferences, that's a different thing. Oh, um, yeah. That's the mother load right there. <laughs> we're talking hundreds of people with those. So the, the Well, with PlannerCon coming up, there's, I think, approximately 800 people that are scheduled Gosh. to attend. <laughs> that's a big, big um, group of people to find your way around. <laughs> and they're all screaming planners. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we've got some sort of topic headings to sort of cover with with PlannerCon USA coming up very soon if you're listening to this um, when it's released it's going to be literally within a couple of days of it but never mind if you've if you've listened to this after the event you can tell us all about it and there are other events coming up in this year in 2017 for sure so we can cover bits of that, those as well. But, you know, be it a conference, a full-blown conference, two-day event or whatever, or just a simple meet-up, even just two people meeting up together, um, that in itself can be quite beneficial because when I first got using a planner and what have you, you know, you're on your own. There was no internet. There was, you know, how do you use this thing? Well, right. not much of the, in the way of instructions around, is there? So. <laughs> it's just a calendar, is it? You just sort of write things in it. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's not rocket science. 
you know, 30 years ago, it was all a very different sort of thing. These days, of course, we we don't copy each other per se, but we can see how others use theirs and we can get ideas from each other. And I think that's the main benefit of the conferences and what have you. Is you, can, you can learn an awful lot in a very short period of time. And you can also get to meet people. And, you know, we all sort of exchange information and messages on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and, and all these other places. But it's nice to actually have a sort of a one-to-one face-to-face with people at times as well. And you get a bit to know a bit more about people as well. Well, the community is just so international at this point mm. that because we do have the medium of the internet to communicate with one another, it's actually a rarity for me to be able to go and meet with people in person because more often than not the interactions happening over the internet um, Mm. and through the various groups that we have or if someone's writing back to complain about a podcast episode or whatever it is that (laughs) that they're doing Um, and I for one am am very excited about going to attend this, this planner con that's coming up I will also be having my own VIP session uh, for very, very select people. If you're interested in that, there's details at planner on the Planerology group on Facebook. But for the most part, I can tell you, having attended conferences, it really is more than just the two days that they advertise. I know that these conferences mm. ha- usually happen on weekends, and they always put the dates down as Saturday through Sunday, very conveniently. Like, oh, it's only two days out of your life. No, it's not. <laughs> Let me tell you. You have You'll to prepare for it. this. <laughs> this is like an You'll Olympic event. You'll be recovering event, from it. <laughs> yes. You have to start preparing as if this were an Olympic event. You've got to start working out. You've got to start understanding, first of all. It's the day before and the day after. You have to include those as well because of travel days. So, for example, with PlannerCon, it states 11th through 12th March, right? Mm. I arrive on the 9th. I got to fly all these putt-putt planes around the United States to finally <laughs> land myself in San Francisco. You and get so an by inside the time... seat, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to. Um, and so by the time I land, if I were to fly on Friday, the day before the conference, I would land at midnight. You know? yeah. So so please take in consideration the dates before and after. And I, Steve and I were talking before the podcast. So there's a pre-conference conference, there's mm. the conference, and then there's the post-conference conference. Yeah. And you have to be mentally prepared for this full-on four-day event even though it only says two days you got to take sleep naps beforehand you've got to come in prepared you've got to have your suitcase packed you've got to know where you're going at what time you're going who you're meeting with what kind of business cards you're passing out and you also have to have a good time in all of that right you can't just show up and not have a good time the the sort of magic that happens with these events it's very. I, I've tried this to, to explain this to so yeah. many people that it's just impossible, really. And and I'll relay the, the same story that I've I've relayed several times before, in that I I'd run sort of two or three meetups in UK. I think there was I think the first one was in the November and then there was a follow up one uh, in around about sort of the March April sort of time, and they became sort of quite addictive in a way that sort of meeting up with these people and and each one you got some of the previous people 
but you also got a few new people that came along and were sort of welcomed into the fold as it were and this sort of not instant um friendship happened but certainly you were very comfortable with these people because there's an instant affinity and an yeah. instant rapport that happens exactly because of the common denominator of planners yeah. and the, so the planner fascination is the, with the, them the glue that holds it all together mm, yeah it's amazing what other things that happen out of that term i would suggest scope. that in fact our community is one of the most diverse mm. with the most yeah. interesting backgrounds yeah. coming from everywhere in the world mm. and the only thing that binds us really is the fact that we all yeah. love our planner so much well, and i love being able to discuss that with anybody yeah. it doesn't happen i well, don't care who when they are. there was a, the, the first one of the first new york uh meetups that happened which would have been in sort of about 2011 nan barber my sort of colleague on filofaxy went along to this thing and she she told me this. She said, I was sat there around this table and I just couldn't believe what was happening with people talking with each other, showing yeah. them each other their planners and all the rest of it. And the person sat next to her said to Nan, did you ever think it would come to this? Wow. And she said, no way. I said, that's exactly what I've been trying to explain in words. It's just hard. The, sort of, the magic that happens. Yeah. The um, magic that happens is created between the space, the physical presence yeah. of two people that are absolutely fascinated by the same topic as you. And mm. I think our community is so based on doing well. I mean, you can't find someone who's into planning and into the destruction of the human race, too. No. You can't have both. <laughs> they're really they're really, really givers and lovers, yeah. the people that we have in our community. And I think that's what I'm anticipating here at PlannerCon. And one of the things I would advise people, especially in small groups, when planners are being passed around, Steve, you and I discussed this earlier, yes. is the etiquette of understanding that when someone hands you their planner, you are you are being privileged at that moment mm. to experience a slice of their life. Yep. And it's a very vulnerable handing over of materials. Mm. It's very much like looking into someone's wallet. Yeah. And I would say, I think Steve agrees with me on this, is that when someone does hand you their planner, please be kind enough to say, is it all right if I look in? Just ask. Yeah. Uh, the, be, because, and, and, if, and if, by the way, if you read something in there, that stays with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not for you to discuss with the whole world at that point. When, when I went to the very first London meetup back in 2010, I hadn't really. I was wandering around just sort of chatting with people, and I looked over someone's shoulder, and I, someone's organizer was open on the table, and I thought, oh, that's a different sort of um, diary Set layout up. that I'd not mm -hmm. seen before. I said, oh, that's an interesting layout. Which one is that? And the, the sort of young lady was sat looking at it. She said, oh, I don't know. It's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, ah, hold on. There's something's happened here without anybody saying anything. People have actually sort of, you know, taken it on board that what they are looking at is confidential, and they've not, yeah. they're not abusing that sort of privilege. Right. And the sort of parallel um, story to that is when I went along to the marketing um, department of Filofax. Of course, everyone's got a Filofax on their desk, and you, you're so tempted to want to see inside because that's just not the thing you do. Can I have a peek? <laughs> <laughs> just a quick peek. <laughs> it's it's like. A planner conference, but they actually get paid. 
Right. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> <that's funny>. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a dream job for me. <laughs> oh, but you want me to play with planners all day and pay me? All right. All right. No okay. <laughs> So that's one of the things uh, that you ought to prepare for when you do go to these conferences in relation to planners is that you're going to be exposed to a wide variety of planners and setups and people. Mm. And please take each one individually. Don't compare one with the other. It's everyone has their own world that they live in and their planners are unique as they are. one of the things I would say is make sure that you have, oddly enough, a notebook with you so that you can keep track of the different varieties of planners that you've seen because yeah, you're going make to notes have questions. Of, you know, if, yeah, if make it's a notes. particular brand name or something like that, I haven't forbid that you have a short-term memory as bad as mine. <laughs> <laughs> you're all better than me in this department, I'm sure. And you can remember everything and everything that you spoke to and who you spoke to and all the rest of it. But not me, I'm afraid. I have to write everything down, otherwise it's just... In, write it in down. Don't forget, you can also take pictures with your smartphone and yeah. make notes for yourself if you want to. This is the perfect occasion for us to discuss the values of having a pocket-sized planner versus mm. carrying an A5 at an event like this, <laughs> because it certainly would make things a lot easier to jot notes down onto yeah. a pocket size than have to whip out an A5 and say, hold on, let me put this on this table. Um, so be prepared to take notes. Be prepared to experience. And I think that one of the th- the things that people misunderstand about conferences, like I said earlier, is that it's not just the two days. So you have to get your brain to wrap itself around the fact that you're going to be very awake and very up for many hours trying to catch people at their best. And it's like going to an amusement park, except the rides are all cerebral. <laughs> so, so you get to actually have conversations with people about this stuff. Yes, I know. Carrie Harling, the geeks have united and we're having a conference and I'm very excited about this event, as you can tell. One of the things you have to realize also is what you're going to pack. And I think uh, Steve and I were lightly discussing this. I prefer to go light. I carry one suitcase Mm -hmm. And I take everything in it. But I'm also going the day prior because I also want to be able to go out and do a light grocery shopping Mm -hmm. so that I can keep up with my smoothies and other things that I do. I don't want to necessarily have to eat at the hotel. And that's one of the issues that comes up for the hotel goers that have conferences at hotels is that everyone takes lunch at the same time. And inevitably, there's going to be a huge queue of people all trying to get lunch in at Mm -hmm. the same time. And so a tip that I can give you is if you know you're going to stay at that hotel where the conference is, call them up in advance and tell them that you'd like to have a standing order for lunch ready for you at 1215 mm-hmm. and just go by and pick it up and eat it in your hotel room or take it and have it with someone. You have to have it to go so that you can yeah. sit with a friend or partner. This way you're not queuing and it's ready to go for you, you while everybody else is. Right. So just call them up and tell them, I'll pay you in advance. I'm going to have a standing order, and they'll sure more than likely take care Mm. of you. And that way you're not wasting time standing in line, and you're having more time to spend with the planners and Mm. the people. So packing, you have to be light. Steve, how many suitcases do you take? You take the entire pageant of things. (laughs) (laughs) I think the most I've ever taken to an event is when we, we went on our big holiday around the U.S. and Canada. I was trucking about six or seven planners around with me at one hit it was it was nuts really um but generally if i'm doing a london one and i'm actually flying in 
then it, it literally is just the one plan that I'm currently using. Yeah. I don't carry more than I'm actually using because I don't have the weight allowance. It's as simple as that, really. Mm. Um, but certainly, you know, take if you do have contact cards, uh, take them. If you don't have your own contact cards, get some little post-it notes, you know, the small ones, just so you can jot down some information um, on them, you know, the sort of inch by inch and a half or two inches or whatever. Um, and then people can you can hand someone some details and they can stick it in their planner to remember having a, after having a pocket of post-it notes is very handy yeah because often we don't want to tear papers out from our planners nope. because they're sequential or they're whatever it is that yeah. is important to us so post-it notes are great and you can stick them into someone else's notebook very easily exactly um, just like I, I sneak in bad jokes for Steve whenever I see him I stick one in his planner <laughs> so he doesn't know where that's come from <laughs> <laughs> but um sort of take down the the biggest challenge I have is yeah literally remembering people's names. I've actually been to an event where I actually met someone that I actually had known online. We've been chatting together all afternoon, and it wasn't until I got home I actually realised what the that person's <laughs> real name was. What the name oh, was Steve. On, online, which is bonkers, I know. But I'm um, just gonna I'm gonna wear a name badge. Yeah, so that people that's another know idea if you want to. Well, of course, at the big conference events. They'll give you a lanyard anyway, most probably, with your contact information and a barcode and all the rest of it, won't they? I, I could I, just get dressed up in a Tyrannosaurus Rex outfit, and yeah. then, then Teresa would recognize me. She would know <laughs> who I am. <laughs> it's, um, yes, wear something that's memorable. In you know, brightly. What kind of what up. kind of advice is that, Steve? Well, so people instantly remember you. You you remember. You remember me at such and such an event, don't you? No, I'm going, no, 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 no. I was the one in the bright green jacket. Ah, yes, I remember you now. Because then you can look through your photos. Yeah, everyone, event. don't listen to Steve. He has no idea what he's talking about. He's got no sense of fashion. Bright green jacket, dear God, no, no. This is. I know St. Patrick's Day is coming up, but come on. <laughs> you have no sense of fashion, Steve. My dress sense, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you could have some kind of uh, f- a scarf or hat or something that yeah, you consistently wear so that people can remember you by. Yeah, and also yeah. be able to pick you out in, in, you know, if they've taken photographs, they can right. look through their photographs when they get home. That's another point. Be prepared you. to be taking photographs the whole weekend. Mm. So make sure if you want to have a little bit of lipstick or makeup or something with you that you're prepared to zip in and look your best for photos. So of course. That you're, Right, Steve? Right, as one does. Yeah. That's what does. <laughs> um, and what are the other things with conferences? Be prepared to not sleep a lot or very little. <laughs> Unless, of course, you have a very strict bedtime and you pop into yeah. bed at 7 and wake up at 6, then congratulations to you. Um, make the, make the sure you keep us, drinking so, water as well because you get dehydrated. Yeah, quite. definitely drink water. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I decided to do the VIP event in my Mm. suite at the hotel is because Mm -hmm. there is a craziness and a frenzy that takes over in the magic of conferences. And I'm the kind of person that likes to step away from that every so Mm -hmm. often just to reground myself and remember why we're there, what are we doing here, and have those intimate relationships with people to actually get to know them instead of quick, quick, just, hey, shaking hands and giving Mm. out cards and and going on as if it was some sort of factory event. Mm. I I like it to be a little bit more intimate and get down to the personal factor of things Mm -hmm. and so i'm hoping 
to meet a lot of people and I'm very excited to be able to put the faces to the names and the voices yes. that I've heard so far because that's the, part of the magic isn't it you know sort of the big conferences you, there is bound to be sort of times where you after the event you'll think well that person was definitely there but I don't remember them and yeah. and it's an unfortunate thing that they turn out to live quite close to where you are, yet you didn't <laughs> actually meet up at the event, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so certainly in terms of, you know, away from the big events and what have you, consider, um, you know, just keep an eye out for if someone mentions a town or, oh, my local shop in such and such a town, and you think, right. ah, if that they've mentioned that shop, they must live fairly close to there. Don't be afraid to say, "Oh, well, I live in Sutton Town." You don't need to give your full address, naturally. Right. Why don't we meet up in town at a Starbucks or a suitable location on a suitable date, one Saturday afternoon? You know, take your kids along. Even that's been quite um, thing before now. <laughs> Turn up and there's people who brought their kids along. There's no problem. They're, they're, as long as they've got something to do and amuse themselves for an hour or two, that, then that's fine. Yeah. But it's amazing the sort of, you know, the friendship that then builds from just that sort of hour or, or so. Um, I agree. And I think Steve and I are big proponents. Yeah, we're, we're both big proponents of local meetups mm. as much as possible because yeah. it's the magic of being able to find people in your own neighborhood mm. that allows you to maintain the consistency and the discipline of writing in your own planner. Yeah. The, the more localized your circles, your support circle for what mm. you're trying to get accomplished in life, the better off you'll be. Yeah. And so it's great to have friends internationally, but it's not every day that you can meet with these people and say, come on, help me figure this mm. out next week. I've got a whole load of stuff and I don't know how to plan it. Or I just want to sit with someone and have a planning date every week, mm. set up a date and be yeah. able to it's go It's like you and me, that. really. We're 6,000 miles apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not convenient to sort of say, oh. It's uh, 3,500. 152 last time I checked what happened you moved further <laughs> further into Europe did you whatever it is yeah. <laughs> but yes it is a lot like you and I yeah. and that's one of the things that I appreciate with my friendship with Steve is our ability to we have such different viewpoints on life on politics on the way things go but the one thing that we absolutely agree on is that planners are, are serious subjects that we can mm. have fun with yeah. And we have fun with it. And that's what I'm going to encourage people that go to conferences and meetups. Just remember to have fun. This is not the end of the world. This is not the beginning of the world. This is just one mm. event where you can begin to participate in the grander scheme of things. I remember back in 2000 and what was it, 13, 2012, it was about seven, 700 registered members on Filofaxi mm. and about 80 of them spoke every so often. Yeah. And w all of a sudden we've blown up this subculture mm. has turned into mainstream with, with magazines being published now and all kinds of planner con events happening everywhere. Mm. This is turning into something that has taken the world by storm in terms of understanding that our humanity really depends on our ability to connect back with the basics. Mm. And part of the basics includes writing things down. As simple yeah. as it seems, yeah. writing things down is one of the things that might actually save this world from ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and so if we take that as the common denominator of why we're attending these events, then I think 
in fact, as Steve said, there is a true magic that occurs in realizing that we're all living on this planet and we're all just trying to figure it out the same way. Mm. It, it really sort of, you know, brings it home. It, what you get from an event, um, it's very difficult to sort of put a sort of, you know, measure on it. But, yeah. you know, for me, meeting up with people um, is one thing sharing things and sharing ideas with them i come away with dozens and dozens of ideas from people's you know conversations and what have you okay i'm greedy in the sense that those ideas are made primarily for what i'm going to do on the blog and what have you not quite the same sort of things if you're just an everyday ordinary user if you just you know you don't do if you don't have a Facebook account or, or if you if you have Facebook but you don't do YouTube or you don't do Instagram, stuff like that, you can certainly gain things by just sort of, you know, even if you just gain one key thing from a, a, a meetup in terms of how you're using your planner, that's that's a winner as far as I'm concerned. And um, Absolutely. But I'm pretty sure most people will gain more than just one thing from... Um, attending an event well that's the thing with conferences you have an expectation most people do have a set expectation of how things are going to go and it Mm. never goes that way (laughs) it always goes the way that it's going to go Mm. and i think one of the points that i could give to people that are attending conferences is be flexible let let the conference do what the conference is going to do and be Mm. part of that don't try to force what you think needs to happen in that conference for mm. you because sometimes we have to be challenged sometimes we have to be in a in a position or in a location uh, where we experience the moment for what it is and not what we always want it to be if mm. you if you wanted everything the way that you wanted it just stay home then don't mm. you know don't go to a conference the whole reason you go to a conference is so that you can start experiencing different viewpoints i get inspiration from the way that people plan i am not a very creative planner mm. i love being able to see how people create their setups and one of the most important things you can do at these conferences is check your ego at the door <laughs> yeah, it's right i, I know steve's mm. laughing of course for me i'd have to check three right <laughs> three egos have to be checked at the go check for me um but it's important to check it at the door because you have to allow for other people's inspiration to come through and if you're perpetually going to see the world through your eyes then what's the point what's yeah. the point of going you're going there to share with other people mm. and to have some kind of fellowship with them mm. it's good but um the the thing is, is for me, is, is also try to attend not just the big events, but also the small ones as well. Get a, a feel for how they they differ and how you know how similar they are. And I'm sure you know it doesn't matter whether it's the large events or the small events. You'll you'll enjoy them. You'll get different things from them. I'm sure. Um, I've often found the small events actually contain a lot more content. Yeah. Uh, simply because you're allowed to work with the person next to you and they're more mm. intimate. And don't be surprised, a lot of the, the connections that are made don't happen during the workshops. They happen in between. Yeah. It's the space in between when you're coming out of one event and someone else is going out in and you begin to have the small conversation and mm. that's when the connections happen. So make sure you're available in mm. between those moments of going into a workshop and coming out of a workshop because that's where the actual connections happen. Mm. I would I would think with PlanetCon coming up this year and what have you, as we've gone through the last you know five or six years, in terms of 
you know technology I hate using the word technology but technology is with us we can't ignore it but in terms of how it supplements our daily lives you can all use a lot of this stuff so you can practice using things like Facebook live and Periscope and all these other things so you can do your own little live streaming thing of whatever it is whether it's just meeting a friend that you've never actually met but you've spoken to each other dozens of times right. do a quick video of it it's going to be fun and it you can share that on the groups or whatever absolutely um, and, and steve don't be worried about using technology because technology doesn't necessarily mm. mean digital you can have analog technology yeah. as well and and it's 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 perfectly fine we we are here to use the technology mm. that has come up to par with 2017 we're not shying away from it no but absolutely use it and don't be afraid to take some time off and say you know what i need to clear my head i need to mm. just go and be quiet somewhere because that's happens too and find friends make friends as much as you can that so would what would tip. your top tip for a conference attendee be pack half the clothes you were going to pack because <laughs> you're not going to need it all we pack way more than we need you won't be changing into three different outfits through the day then <laughs> well see even if it's three then i just need to if i pack six then i only need the three so i can half it <laughs> and definitely pack your your planners and have something comfortable to walk around in yeah particularly the handbag that you're going to use for the everyday you're not going to be uh, jotting back up to your hotel room to get something every five minutes. If no. you do that, you're going to be missing a lot of information that's happening on the mm. main floor. So make sure that you have a comfortable bag, comfortable shoes, and don't worry, it's not a fashion contest. Just show up, be comfortable, <laughs> and, and be friendly. Be that would be my tip. Right, be yourself. Thank you, Steve. That's yeah. it. And my, my I will little... be I will be uh, doing a podcast from over there, Ooh. from live. So if I catch <laughs> you and you want to be on the podcast, let me know. What my little tip is, it, and it doesn't have to be a, any expensive items. Don't get me wrong here. Take some things with you to give away. It might be just stickers or some spur washi tape or right. Uh, no, a little you know some inserts that you've printed off yourself and you know you've got some spare ones or whatever. It's little keepsakes that people will remember you by and things like that. Yeah, we are having a washi tape swap out there. So oh, well, that would yeah. be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, where can we find you on the net? Well, on the net, you can find me on Instagram at Karina Tovmasyan, uh, plannerology.com, and plannerology groups on Facebook. And next week, you will find me at PlannerCon. Dun, dun, dun. Where can we find you, Steve? <laughs> you will find me hiding in the corner at filofaxi.com, travelersnotebooktimes.com, and as Mr. Filofaxi on Instagram. And remember, folks, if you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like it subscribe to it and share it. Bye.